Hello, and welcome to the Mindsets Manifestation Podcast with me, Christina Medina. I'm a positive action coach and manifestation blogger living in New York City. Join me for your massive dose of encouragement, mind shifts, and totally possible manifestation. Every episode is packed with tools to empower you to dream big and make it happen. We're all unique human beings here with amazing gifts just waiting to be realized. If no one has ever told you that, then you're so in the right place. Today is the day you start appreciating you. All right, welcome back, guys. Thank you so much for joining me this week. We are going to talk about the fundamentals of manifestation. So if you are driving, I know you can't take out your journal and write, but if you're at home and you have the opportunity to grab a pen and paper or your journal, please do, because there's going to be a lot of little things in here, and at the very end, a journal exercise for you to work on this week. If you are commuting on the subway, do like me. Grab your iPhone and go into the notes section and start creating notes. I have hundreds of notes from podcasts, from things that just pop into my mind. You know, it's, I just, you know, you get little nuggets of information all around you. So you just got to pop those in somewhere. You got to, I used to carry little tiny journals around with me in my purse and I still have those and they're just filled with information and maybe someday I'll go back and look through all of them. But now, you know, we've, we've updated and upgraded our lives to, or at least I have, to the iPhone and iNotes, which I really love, and I love having that handy. So anyway, um, guys, I want to tell you about this experience I had. Oh boy, this is a typical morning commute New York experience. I was on my way to work, and I was headed downtown on one of the express trains, the the five or the four, excuse me, to be exact. And it was a packed morning train. So I'm standing there. There's nowhere to sit. I'm standing there packed in the train. And this man comes in with a very full backpack. And it's a crowded train. And typically when you're in a crowded train, it is the polite thing to remove your backpack and either hold on to it or put it, you know, on your on between your legs on the floor just to move it out of the way so it's not bumping into people. Well, this guy was completely oblivious and his overstuffed backpack kept pounding into my shoulder. Normally, you know, I I get a little frustrated by this, but I had like this amazing morning. You know, I meditated. I was like feeling good. I had my podcast set up, you know, for the other podcasters that I listened to, you know, that was kind of actually on a side note, this is kind of the motivation for creating this podcast for you because I wanted to create the podcast that I would want to listen to every morning. So anyway, back to the subway. So I'm on the subway and, you know, his backpack keeps pounding into me and it's a pretty jerky subway to begin with and obviously overpacked. And I just politely said, hey there, can you remove your backpack? It keeps pushing into me. And he just turned his head to the side slightly and said, don't worry about it. Oh my God. Normally I would get so pissed if someone said that to me. Uh, it's just, you know, after 11 years of being in New York, you people just 
you can become, you can get a short fuse is what I'm trying to say. Like you can get to the point where you go from calm to just pissed off right away. And that has definitely, I've definitely had those experiences in New York. And so when this happened, I was like, normally I could be like, what the you know, like going through in my head and getting really angry. Of course, those are things I would never say out loud. I'm an internalizer, meaning I take all the anger and I stuff it inside of me and I don't let it out. So that's a subject for another podcast. But anyway, I was just like, okay, Christina, you are not going to go to anger. You are going to breathe This man is on his own journey. I'm trying to take the high path here and talk to myself and calm myself down because I was trying to be very cool with him. I was in a very good mood. And, you know, when something like this happens, it's a little jarring at times. And I really didn't want to lose the momentum of my good morning because one of the things I love to do is just get myself in the right mindset you know, on my commute to work, feeling good, feeling awesome, feeling like today is actually going to be a very important day or something great is going to happen. So every day I really expect great things. So this guy, I was not going to let him like screw up my morning, even though I could feel a little warmth on my shoulders. It was bothering me a bit uh, just because I feel like that was such a snarky response. Don't worry about it. Anyway, uh, so I think to myself, what can I do to change this? Like sometimes you can't just say, okay, be positive, be positive, breathe. Those things do not always work. (laughs) Sometimes they work, but like in the heat of the moment, those things are not always going to work. So the first thing that popped in my head was gratitude. Just start thinking about the things that you are grateful for, Christina. And right when I started thinking about gratitude, someone got up and I had a place to sit. Wow, that was pretty great. So I sit down and I'm like, okay, I am so grateful that I have a place to sit on this crowded train. I am so grateful that I have a nice, cozy, warm apartment that I share with my boyfriend. I am so grateful that I actually can see the sunset from my home for the first time in 11 years that I've lived in New York. This is the first apartment I've had where I can actually, I'm up high enough where I can see the sunset, which if you don't know this about me, sunset is my favorite color. So anyway, I start going through this gratitude list and you know what happens? I start changing and my mood starts changing and somehow in the process, I started feeling maybe a little more empathy for this man because clearly he is on his journey and he he has things that he still has to learn. And his reaction to me was evidence of that. So I, I really did not want to wish any more ill feelings on him. <laughs> and I really just kind of got to a place where I felt like, okay, you know what? And I didn't even care. And then he ended up getting off the subway and then that was the end of that. And, and there were no negative feelings. There were no residual negative feelings that were kind of holding on to me because I really felt so grateful for all the things, you know, all of the blessings that I had in my life. And so that is an example of the first fundamental of manifestation, and that is gratitude. Gratitude, as I like to say, is your superpower. Gratitude opens you up to receive more abundance in your life. So one of the ways that you can start practicing gratitude is 
a lot of people will a lot of people will say gratitude journals and those are really great. But one of the things I like to do because I am I have well I should say I traditionally have been one of those morning warriors. So not warrior warrior. <laughs> so when I wake up in the morning and I've been this I've been this way since childhood. When I wake up in the morning, I start thinking about something bad or something that I need to put my attention to that is not good. Like, oh my God, I have student loan debt that I need to pay. Or, oh my God, I forgot to put this on my report last night for work. Or, oh my God, I I forgot to pay this bill. You know, just like I could go through anything, you know, and find something to worry about. And it was like, as soon as if there was a moment when I didn't feel like I had any worry, it was like I would start digging in my mind. There's got to be something I can worry about. I mean, that talk about a addiction to worry right there and all the chemicals that your brain makes uh, related to worry. Wow, those that was a, a pretty tough time. But one of the ways that I use to combat that is I start to think about what am I grateful for in that very moment when I wake up? And the first thing I always think of is I am grateful for this freaking comfortable bed because there was a time when I was very poor and I had the most uncomfortable bed and I could not buy a new mattress. That's how poor I was. So I go back, I'm like, oh, it's so, it's, you know, once a, one of those combination of like memory foam and traditional mattress and it is it's like heaven so (laughs) enough about my bed but I go into thank you for this beautiful comfortable home my comfortable bed you know I'll start there and then from there I go I'm you know I start moving and stretching my body and I'm so grateful that I have this body that I can use I'm so grateful that I can run and I can jump and I can go to the gym and I can practice yoga. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for my sweet, loving boyfriend sleeping next to me and my cat somewhere in my apartment. So I start off with a mental list of what I'm grateful for, but I do firmly believe in practicing the gratitude journal because it's good to have that stuff that you write down. And what I used to do was a combination of gratitude and sort of um, venting and then kind of rescripting. And we'll talk about a couple of those things too. So journaling is key here. And this is not the journaling exercise that I'm going to give you at the end, but this is a journal practice that I'm speaking of. So you start off your day with your gratitude, you go into the things you're grateful for, but sometimes you're very unhappy and you need to sort of coach yourself out of the feeling that you're having and get yourself from a negative place to a positive place. And this is a trick that you can use or a technique, I should say, because we're not tricking our brains. We're implementing new techniques, new techniques to change the way we think about ourselves so we become the result of our new way of thinking, okay? So this technique is what I call dumping. So you go into your journal and you start dumping out. You're in a negative place. I'm in a negative place. Start it right there. I'm having a very bad day. I'm fill in the blank of all the things that you're feeling and things that you don't like. Okay, so get it all out on paper because what you're doing is if you're not putting it on paper, you're basically 
going over and over and again in your head and feeling all this negative energy inside and it's just doesn't have anywhere else to go. That energy has to go somewhere. And last week we were talking about uh, Reiki and energy blocks and this sort of holding in or repressing your negative thoughts and negative feelings, this is how you end up getting energy blocks that throw you out of alignment. So start dumping into your journal, okay? Get it all out. So after you release all that crap, you want to write to yourself or say it out loud, but I want to feel differently about this situation and I'm willing to see things differently. How can I look at this situation differently? Okay, so then you want to start writing about how can you see this situation differently? You're open to seeing it differently. What are the ways that you can start looking at this differently? These are the types of questions that get you thinking on how you can learn from the experience you're going through. What kind of value can you extract from those experiences? What can you learn from those experiences? Maybe there are better ways where you can implement stronger boundaries or self-care. You know, I had a friend of mine, we talk a lot about spiritual things, and she was talking to me about her boundaries and how she easily lets people in. And she really doesn't feel that she is strong when it comes to identifying who is worthy of being let in and who isn't worthy of being let in. So one of the techniques you can do, and this is part of your journaling, you know, part of this exercise is to start thinking of new ways in which you can look at this. And if you're telling yourself, you know, if you don't go into the positive part of this exercise where you start looking differently, you're just going to be stuck there with the negative. So you really have to make the time to rewrite it in a positive frame, okay? So what I mean by that is, you know, she was saying that it's her journey to try to figure out, you know, who to let in and setting healthy boundaries for herself. So she does realize that. But she also said she has such a hard time knowing who to let in and who not to let in. And I said, well, what if you started using mantras and telling yourself, I realize that in the past I had poor boundaries, but that that has changed. And now every day I'm learning what it means to have good boundaries. Every day I'm getting wiser and making choices that support me in my growth. So what I'm saying here is you are being presented with an opportunity to grow. So what you're doing in this exercise of journaling is you're seeing all the things that you don't like about your current, you know, current state that you're in or, or your life at that moment. And then you're saying or writing out, but I'm willing to see this differently. How can I see it differently? Then you're revisiting those negative things and you are looking for the growth experiences where you need to practice self-care, where you need to set better boundaries, where you're able to grow. Challenges are presented to you so you can grow. That is why the universe brings challenges into your life. You just have to learn to, instead of being a person on the defense, dodging from the punches, you are on the offense and you're moving towards your goals. So in the process of moving towards your goals, you are 100% going to hit obstacles, but it's perseverance and it's setting up yourself with the mindset that you will persevere and reach your goal. 
So that leads me to the next fundamental of manifestation and it trails on journaling and that is the use of mantras. Mantras have helped me completely change my mindset about myself. You know, as I mentioned in the last podcast, I dealt with feelings of unworthiness, you know, and using mantras on a regular basis got me to a place where I started realizing, heck yeah, I'm totally worthy. So mantras are I am statements, such as I am worthy of love. I am worthy of all the love available to me in this world. I am worthy of making money and using money to enrich my life. I am worthy of a partner that unconditionally loves me because I am unconditionally in love with myself. So that's just a couple of examples. But they're I am statements. Using mantras. You're using I am statements. You're going to do this exercise where you get a piece of paper. You're going to write a line or draw a line down the middle. On one side, you're going to be writing what you want. I want to be in shape. I want to make better choices when it comes to food. I want to be grateful in my life and feel gratitude more than I feel negativity. I want, and so on. So you fill in the blank with your wants. And then on the other side of the page, on the other side of that line, you are going to write a new version of that I I want statement, okay? And you're going to put a positive spin on it because when it comes to law of attraction and putting that message out into the universe, I want statements will keep you in a state of wanting that thing. Does that make sense? So you have to use statements that are in the present tense. I am, okay? And when your mind, when you hear this enough and you implement this use of mantras enough, your I am's, one day you will just realize that your I am statement is actually the truth. It's no, it's no longer like you're moving in that direction. It has already happened. That is the same experience I had when I used my beautiful, brilliant, and balanced mantras, and also with the everyday mantras. And if you go over to my website, Mindset to Manifestation, and you sign up for the mailing list, I will give you free access to the library where you have those meditations. There are meditations and guided mantras as well as well as a printed version that you can print out. I put it on my door and every day I would make a cup of tea and I would just stand there and I would read through my mantras. And I did that for 30 days and in 30 days I realized that 90% on that list was true. So you try it, go to the website, sign up, get access to the library and get get that because that really helped me. On a side note, and I wanna get back to the mantras, but when you're writing out these mantras, it's very powerful to make a voice recording of yourself saying those mantras out loud. Because when you listen to that, like the more you listen to it in your own voice, that's why I also put a printed version on my website so you can print it out and make your own recording. But when you listen to it in your own voice, it's just, you absorb it better. There's just something about like you taking it in, it's in your own voice, it's an I am. And you know what it is? It's self-talk. It's like, You self-talk all day long. You tell yourself things all day long that you don't even realize you're saying. So when you're putting it in your ears, in your own voice, 
your own I am statements, it just like it registers so much faster. That's the side note. Using your mantras, you're going to say your I am's out loud every day. If you can, take some time to hand write them in your journal. Do you remember when you were a kid and you had the spelling test? Like we had our vocabulary test once a week and we would get like 10 new words and at the end of the week on Friday, we would have our spelling test. I was one of those kids where I was such a daydreamer, just like, I don't know what it was. I just, <laughs> I was in my own world thinking about like my own philosophies on life as a child. Anyway, one of the tools I used was writing and repetition because even from a young age, I realized like, this is how I'm going to get this stuck in my head. So I would take those 10 spelling words and I would write them out 10 times each or I'd fill like a whole notebook page full of that one spelling word and I would just write it and write it and write it and write it and then it would eventually stick in my head and then by Friday it was like it was there and I didn't have a problem with that spelling that word anymore. The mantras and writing them out works the same way. But what I want you to do is if you choose to write them out, I want you to get in a comfortable position Make sure you are taking your time and writing these slowly. And if you could write them in script, even better. So you're breathing, you're writing them in script, you're taking your time, you're really kind of like letting your mind absorb it. You don't even have to really pay attention to what you're writing. If you do pay attention, it, it actually, I think it, it helps even more. But just the act of doing it, it's really just subconscious reprogramming, like reprogramming, whoop, <laughs> reprogramming the computer, like I mentioned last time. The next fundamental is visualization. So visualization is another one of my favorites, actually. All these fundamentals are my favorite, but last week I was also telling you about how my meditation is actually really turned into about 50% meditation, 50% visualization. So visualization gives you an opportunity to experience the feelings as if they were real. I learned this years ago when I ran track in high school and I used to get super nervous before I would, you know, before the race and I was so worried that I was gonna have like a false start. And so I learned from my coach to use just like a visualization exercise that, you know, I'm calmly waiting, I'm getting ready, the go starts, and then I, I just go for it, and there's no false start. So, I mean, but basketball stars use this, baseball, everybody, you know, people in sports, this is not a new thing, so you guys know what I'm talking about, but the visualization is really, really amazing, and one of the things that I want to share with you is visualization for public speaking. Public speaking used to be terrifying for me. I won a grant when I was at my university for a, an art photo project. And it was a big deal because I was the first person in the arts to win this grant. I had to do a presentation on my photo project and what it entailed. And I just, I just went, it, it was, it's not even blank. I don't go blank when I get nervous. I just babble and talk and I make no sense. And I, I swear to you, by the time I finished, I felt like everybody was looking at, at looking at me like, what the hell did she just say? <laughs> 
So I learned to apply visualization to the public speaking. And one of the things that I've done is like when I'm out there, I see myself speaking confidently. I'm smiling. You know, I feel good. I'm so excited to be there, you know, and I see people looking at me, smiling at me, listening to what I'm saying and being very grateful for what I say. So that's one of the techniques I use and visualization is super key with that. And again, guys, if I, I don't think I've said it yet on this podcast, but find me on Instagram mindset to manifestation and DM me. If you need any help with this kind of thing, um, I will always be posting like ideas and things like that on Instagram on how you can use these techniques. But if you have any suggestions or ideas for other experiences you've had or, or issues with visualization or want to dive into it more, there's definitely more information there as well as on the website. One of the other fundamentals of manifestation is asking for assistance. You can't do everything on your own. I know we sometimes feel like we can't count on anybody but ourselves, but you really, in order to manifest things and in order to get to where you want to be in your life, you must ask for assistance. So maybe it's not from a specific person. Maybe it's just putting it out there into the universe that, you know, guide me, please show me how I can see this differently. I want to feel differently. I'm lost. I'm confused. What is it I need to tap into? Please show me a sign. Please show me a message. Please let the correct person cross my path that can, that put me back into alignment or help me get into the direction I want to go. You know, so you need, you can, Put that out in the universe and ask that of the universe or of your higher self or your intuition. Ask for signs, but also seek out the help through books. I'm happy that you're listening to this podcast. I mean, obviously you realize you can't do it all because you wouldn't be here listening to this. So, you know, there I worked with a coach, a life coach. I still work with coaches. I've worked with hypnotherapists. I've worked with Reiki practitioners, yoga. You can even get help through that. There's so many ways that you can connect to your higher self, connect to your intuition, because this is this asking for assistance and putting it out into the universe that is going to open you up to the correct path to get there because often we have a very limited perception of how we're going to get from A to Z based on our current filter, right? So what you have it or what you have become is the result of what you thought. That's a filter right there. Whatever you thought about yourself, you had a filter on that was filtering information in and filtering information or keeping it from coming in that kept you in a specific mindset. Whatever, you know, you may write an outline of how you would like to get from point A to Z, but the path will likely be very different because there are certain things that you need to learn and come up against in order to get to that point or that destination. Is that making sense? So basically, you're going to have to become a different person to get over to the to Z, to get to the destination that you're looking for. You will have to transform. And transformation doesn't happen without the lessons and the ability to kind of upgrade in your thinking about your life. And how do you upgrade in your thinking? You upgrade in your thinking through the fundamentals of manifestation. 
which is what we're discussing here. So I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> so be open to the path, but know that this is just the start. The outcome is likely to be bigger and better than you ever imagined. In fact, my personal mantra, like whenever I get pissed or I get angry or I feel like I've like something is unfair, you know, something in my world is unfair, I tell myself bigger and better things are always coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know that they're coming. And I tell you what, I've been implementing this mantra for about the last three years and it is 100% true, true. Bigger and better things have come to me and it was never in the form or fashion that I thought it would be. So think about that and be open to the path and just know that it is the start and that the outcome will be bigger and better than you initially imagined. That mantra is the one that really pushed me past feelings of negativity. It has a way of igniting faith in me. That's what I would say. I, it, it ignites my faith, that statement, because it tells me that I have faith that all of this is part of something bigger and that there is something bigger and better on the horizon for me. And I have faith in that. And I have faith in this journey that I'm on. So this bigger and better things are coming to me. I don't know how and I don't know when, but I know it's coming. This one particular mantra has pushed me past feelings of negativity like you wouldn't believe. It's so simple just to say this mantra over and over again and start to see results. And sometimes the simplest thing that we can implement is the hardest thing to do. Think about that. I think that's so unusual, but I really think it's because we all have come to believe that things have to be difficult. I mean, we haven't convinced ourselves that there's a flip side to always pushing and working hard and running into obstacles. And what is that flip side? That is the next fundamental allowing. So in order to begin allowing things to happen, you really must get into a state of receiving. And this is really just a mindset shift that you have to decide upon, or excuse me, decide upon. <laughs> when I decided I would stop pushing for a promotion at work, I got a raise. I mean, I, I literally said, I'm just not gonna push for it anymore. And the next day I got a raise. I mean, that's just like one example. So the outcome, may have been different than what I initially wanted, but right around the time I decided I was just gonna stop pushing was right around the time I started getting this feeling inside or this message from my higher self that maybe this isn't really what I wanted anyway because it would be taking up a lot of my time, I would be adding on a lot more stress, and maybe this is not really the direction of my purpose anyway. And immediately when I gave that up, I went in, I stepped into a, a place of receiving because I stopped pushing. And what happened? I got a raise. So <laughs> the last fundamental is living in a high vibe world. So there are levels that exist in this energetic world, both high, low, and several in between. So if you want the good things in life, like money, travel, a dream job, a loving partner, then you must get your, you must get your vibration to a place of higher ground. So you have to become higher vibe because those are higher vibe things that you're looking for. So in order to open up to receive them, you must be vibrating on that same frequency. 
Living in a high vibe world is imperative to manifestation. This is a daily practice. You get up, you start your morning in the right way. You have your reminders throughout the day. One of the things that I like to do is I set reminders on my phone, alarms. I set alarms with my mantras throughout the day with just a one sentence mantra that goes off about every hour and 45 minutes throughout my day. And that might sound a little excessive, but I need those little reminders throughout the day to remind me that I am in control of my reality, that I am the result of my thinking. And so I want to be very, very aware of the stuff that I'm thinking. And not only the stuff that I'm thinking, but the stuff that I'm saying, the stuff that I'm putting out there. So living in a high vibe world is internal and external. And you definitely want to seek out help. You definitely want to, you know, have podcasts like this that you listen to. So you have to make this a daily practice. I just cannot say this enough. And you're going to have days where you will not feel inspired to feel this way. But you know what you do? You get out that journal, you get out that piece of paper, you open your phone, you go to the notes and you start or even a voice recording, and you start just dumping everything out that you're feeling negative, and then tell yourself, I want to see this differently. How can I see this differently? Ask your guides, ask your higher self, put it out to the universe that you would like to feel differently about this. You want to believe in miracles. You do believe in miracles. You see miracles every day in your life, and a miracle is as simple as a mind shift. As we start to close this podcast here, I want to bring up the journal assignment. And this is not a mandatory assignment. Oh my gosh, I don't know what's wrong with my speaking today. I'm just having one of those days, I guess. At least it's making me laugh. I hope it's making you laugh too. But anyway, back to the journal assignment. I would like for you to create three, just three, okay, mantras that you will then Put in your phone, either on your notes that you read or a voice note or write it out on a post-it note and stick it in your mirror. But I want you to write three mantras, three I am statements that will move you in the direction of just being more positive, more in the direction of whatever goals you've got set out. I just want you to write three. You can write more. I encourage you to take this a step further and write a bunch. Practice the dumping exercise where you're just dumping out. If you know if you're not feeling inspired to write positive things, start dumping it out in your journal, and then from there create the list of things that you're not happy with that you would like to change, and then write a line down the paper, and then on the the other side of the paper, on the other side of the line, turn those into positive I am statements. So if you want to take it further, do that additional stuff. But I want you to just write three. And remember, you are the result of what you thought. So you have a mindset shift in this podcast. Remember that you are the result of your thoughts and start being more mindful of what you're thinking on the inside and what you're saying on the outside, okay? So that is your assignment if you choose to accept it. I will see you next week. I cannot wait. I Again, I am so glad that you are here. I am here to serve you. Let's do this together. Let's create amazing lives. I think podcasting is amazing, and I am so glad that I'm here to be able to do this with you. 
please be sure to find me on Instagram, Mindset to Manifestation. Also, that is my website, MindsetToManifestation.com. Be sure to go in and sign up for the newsletter so you can get free access to the library because there's a bunch of tools there, including a self-assessment if you're not really sure where you want to see changes in your life, but maybe you just feel like you're unsatisfied. And a self-assessment is a really cool tool to use to kind of show the areas where maybe you need to initiate or maybe you need to start implementing a little bit more self-care. Okay. All right, guys, have an amazing rest of your week. And don't forget, gratitude is your superpower. Until next time. Mwah.